You're listening to Baking to the B-Movies with Ashley and Steph, broadcasting from the woods of Western Massachusetts. They're here to talk about the beautiful, the gory, the nonsensical, and of course, mostly bad horror filmmaking that we all know and love, while creating recipes inspired by these wonderful abominations. You can follow Baking to the B-Movies on Instagram, at Baking to the B-Movies, and on Twitter at Baking to Be Movies. These ladies dig deep into these movies, and some of the topics covered are disturbing. So this is your spoiler warning and explicit content warning. Listener discretion is advised. Now onward to good food, good friends, and movies so bad they literally cannot stop talking about them. Welcome back to Baking to the B-Movies. My name is Ashley. My name is Steph. Thank you all so much for being here with us today. So good to be back Yay. on this gloomy, rainy, Dreary, cold, late fall day. You know, every time, every time it seems like we have like a nice day or two, yeah. we get punished with a stretch this, of clock. Whatever this is. Yeah. Well, I was, I was out yesterday and I ended up taking... And I, I don't have like my full blown winter like puffer coat out yet. I'm saving I took that. that out the other day. Did you? Yeah. I mine's still like hanging up. I know I'm gonna have to take it out probably within like the next couple of weeks. But I had on just kind of like a, a heavier like f- like flannel fleece whatever yeah. like hybrid coat. And I was walking outside yesterday. I'm like, oh, I actually don't need this. It's sunny and it's beautiful and it's kind of warm out. It's like not too warm, not too cool. Right. It's like the perfect, the perfect. late fall day. Yeah. And I took it off. And then woke up this morning, and I was like, oh, yep, there it is. There's that New England fucking <laughs> shitty-ass weather. Well, did you get snow this past week? I did, yes. Okay. Not a lot. I know it's stuck here. I saw your picture that you put up. Right? It's, um, it's stuck. Like, till the next day, there was, like, an inch of snow on the ground. I'm like, the hell? <laughs> I got up, I got up, and it was gone. It had, like, turned into rain overnight, and then yeah. just kind of washed away. But it was sticking for a little bit when I was looking out my window. Yeah. And I just kind of did that thing where I opened, opened my blinds, saw that it was snowing, closed my blinds got back into bed and was like, nope, I'm not doing it. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, so prior to that, it was like 17 degrees here (laughs) some morning, which is why I was like, well, the puffer jacket's coming out now because I have to go outside every morning. I try to, I try to hold off on that as long as I can because I feel like Randy in a Christmas story. I can't put my arms down. (laughs) Like it's, it's so big and clunky. Ralphie, that's it. Um, Um, Oh wait, no, Ralphie's the main kid with the glasses. Randy is the brother. Ralphie Randy? and Randy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I um, can't put my arms down. <laughs> I know, right? Classic, uh, classic Christmas movie there. Um, yeah, and then the last couple of days, it's been sunny and like sixty degrees. Yeah. So and, uh, you and, know, it's cool. Yeah. This is how people get sick. It. This is this how is people exactly get sick. Exactly how people get right sick. Right before Thanksgiving, we're both going to get deathly ill. <laughs> going to miss out on all that great food. Except I refuse. I will make everybody in my family violently ill before I miss out on eating food. Wow. I'm like, I'm going to spread my germs to all of you past the croissants. <laughs> See, I feel like, uh, I love, like, 
the fall food. Yeah. But I think Thanksgiving is just overkill. Like, first of all, I don't want turkey. Oh, we don't have turkey. That's true. You guys don't do the turkey. We but do chicken. I, I, I end up, you know, having to Oh, you have to suffer through turkey. Oh, yeah. No. Although. Um, I have a solution for that. <laughs> uh, as we were speaking earlier about Thanksgiving, um, my mom, I'm going to my mom's the Friday after Thanksgiving yeah. for their Thanksgiving thing. And she's not doing turkey. Oh. She's doing some sort of Italian fare. So that's fine. That's fine. And then I even asked her. I'm like, oh, no turkey? She's like, yeah, well, you know, you guys are going to be eating turkey the day before. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, so why would you want turkey again? And it's I'm a, like, right? Very turkey's fair not point. even, like, good. That a, a turkey, turkey's dry. I mean, it's dry. It, it, no matter, like, how much preparation you put into it, it's always dry and bland and boring, and I hate it. Um, I was going to say the solution. All right, so anyone listening, we're going to get into the episode. I swear to God. Um, also, <laughs> before before we get too far into this, like, plan that I have here, um, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. We are available across the board, across the map, if you will. Um, we do have a link to our RSS feed on our Instagram and Twitter. That's probably the easiest way to listen to all of our past episodes. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the B Movies. We are on, I'm calling it Twitter again. Um, we're on Twitter. That's what people know it as. <laughs> yeah. Why would anybody change the name? Well. What do I know? <laughs> um, and also it's hemorrhaging money. Like he, it? it's hemorrhaging money because that fucking moron doesn't know what he's doing. Um, anyway, you can follow us on Twitter at Baking to B Movies and you can email us they at have ba- one episode. <laughs> Which is fine because. Um. You, I can't stand that guy either, but you can email every, episode. every single one this season. <laughs> um, they're just roasting them. Um, you can email us at baking to the B movies. <laughs> baking to the B movies at gmail.com. Real quick, before we get into the recipe from the last episode and before we get into this episode, my plan, and I feel like this needs to be at the top of the episode because this is like emergency level problem solving. Um, if you are going to a Thanksgiving dinner and there will be turkey and you don't want turkey, quick solution, all right? Here's what you're going to do. You're going to get a plastic bag and it could be like a, just a plastic shopping bag from your local market basket or whatever, Price Chopper, Big Y, whatever you got in your Ralph's if you're listening to this in California. Um, it has to be plastic though because it prevents things from leaking into the bag that goes over it and also it makes disposing of things a lot easier because you can just tie it there's no like smell or anything you just throw it in the garbage when you're done you take the plastic bag you tuck it into a bigger bag like a tote bag or like a bigger purse um, and in that plastic bag what you're going to put is a full rotisserie chicken and you're going to go to the thanksgiving dinner and you, when you, when everyone's eating turkey, you're just going to reach in that bag and break off a piece of the rotisserie chicken, put it on your plate. It's going to look like turkey. You just eat that rotisserie chicken. If people have animals at the Thanksgiving, you can give them some as long as it's not seasoned with anything that's out of control. Or the bones. Or the bones. Um, you know, and you can share it with the animals. And then at the end of the meal, you just tie up the plastic bag, throw it in the trash with the rest of the stuff that's going in the trash. No one, no one is the wiser. You had yourself a delicious rotisserie chicken in your bag the whole time that you could eat while everyone else was choking on dry-ass bland turkey. Problem solved. I'm a, I'm a fucking hero. You're welcome. What? <laughs> so no, nobody would notice you just, like, taking a chicken leg out of your, out of your, out of a tote? Listen, 
most Thanksgiving dinners, families are completely dysfunctional. You have that one uncle who mouths off about shit that he shouldn't be mouthing off about. You have that one cousin who's going through whatever phase that they're going through at this point in their life, but no one ever approves of it. They're going to, they're getting grilled about when they're actually going to grow up and get a job or, you know, like when, when this person's going to finally settle down and get married and where, where are the kids? When are you going to have kids? Like there's always that just discourse at every, every Thanksgiving. So while everybody's yelling at each other and passing food amongst one, one another, you just take that rotisserie chicken out of your purse. (laughs) It's like, it's, it's totally fine. Like this But what if you want like a breast off of that chicken? Well. Are you going to just like go into this, your purse? With a knife and fork and cut yourself off some white meat? Well, I was going to say, if you if you have a specific part of the chicken that you're, like, that you want, before you leave that day, just cu- carve it up at home and put it in the plastic bag. Because you still have the rotisserie chicken. It's just cut up into pieces, so it's easier to access what you want. <laughs> but it has to be a chicken. Has to Because you have to, you know, looks. It ha- yes, it has. It's not. So you, you can't just like pull out a slice of pepperoni pizza. No, you can't pull out like a pork chop or something. Like it has to be, it has to be rotisserie chicken because that is the closest thing to turkey. <laughs> Although now that I'm thinking about it, pulling pork out a pork chop. chop might actually be really great at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, so I fucking love the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> right now i'm gonna try this with a pork chop oh my god so steph yes <laughs> back to what we're talking about today for today's episode uh, well before we get into that we do have to backtrack into our last episode we had done um we had done willow creek the bigfoot movie the found footage movie which i was a big fan of um i totally dropped the ball during our last recipe you had to basically save the entire thing and i all i did was show up with a bottle of wine it was like here you go um but you made mulled wine and you made those wine cookies yeah um i realized two sips into the mulled wine that i actually don't like red wine so i just kind (laughs) of my mistake um should should have known better i like i like white wine um, so I just kind of, I took two sips. I could get all the flavors, like all the cinnamon and all that, and like the Orange delicious, all yeah, like yeah. all the delicious, like citrusy seasonings that you put into the wine and just slid it across the table and was like, thank you. And let you drink the rest <laughs> of it. Um, but the cookies loved the cookies. The, the cookies were good. The cookies were good. Um, I brought some home with me. I dunked them in hot chocolate. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's not like the wine is so overpowering. It was just like a delicious, like, Italian cookie. Yeah, it's not overpowering. It is like an Italian cookie, so it's actually kind of like a harder, Yeah, you know, like kind of like a biscotti. Yeah. Not that hard. Yeah, not like chip your tooth hard. Right, but it's like a harder type of cookie. I hate biscotti. (laughs) Right? Nobody likes them. Um, So it works quite well dipping it into milk or chocolate or something. Yeah, it was really, really good. Plus, like... Red wine and chocolate kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if you saw, but I'm putting up a collage to just remind people that they can listen to our Willow Creek episode. I don't like AI. I don't like the direction that AI is going. <laughs> I, yeah. think it's, I think it's dangerous. I think it's bordering on some nefarious shit. But AI is good for one thing and one thing only, and that is generating images of Bigfoot in Juggalo makeup. I've been doing it. <laughs> I made a bunch of different ones. They're hilarious, and I will show them to you later. Please. Please do. I would love to see that. I'd be totally into that. It's so good. Um, Fantastic. So now we're going to transition into this week's episode, which um, there's a bunch of different versions of this movie, or like the story 
of the villain in this movie, the ghost in this yes. movie. Yes, it's a folk. It's a folk story. It's, it's a very, so it's got yeah. like different um, interpretations, if you will. Yes, I think like the main idea of it is the same. Yeah, but there's different like tellings of the folklore. Yes, um, we had a we had a few different options on on which version of the story or which movie we were going to choose right, for this there's one a few of them out there's there. there's quite a few and we ultimately chose this one i think i chose this one just yeah, because yeah. the the main actress is like my girl and i'm like we gotta yeah. we gotta have an opportunity to talk about my girl um and also what i didn't realize about this movie that we'll get into is there's kind of a weird tie-in that neither one of us expected where i was like is that oh my goodness does this is this part of the the soon to be named cinematic universe like all these movies is it like marvel all these movies are just tying in together like yeah we could get into that after yes um do you want to tell and i and there's a couple different ways to pronounce this but do you want to tell the audience what we are talking about today yeah and i'm gonna pronounce it in my outrageous american accent the curse of la Llorona. Yala, yeah, Yalarona. Yeah, 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 like I can't yeah, roll my yeah, R's. I'm very bad at rolling my yeah, R's. Yarona. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that. Italian. <laughs> yeah, it's a little Italian. <laughs> um, this is a... <laughs> I sound like Chris Pratt doing the Mario voice. <laughs> um, this is a 2019 movie clocking in at an hour and 34 minutes. Pretty good cast on this one. Um, I had just talked about the main actress, my girl... Linda Cardellini Big is fan of her. love her freaks and geeks Scooby Doo she's Chutney and Legally Blonde right um, um, fun fact she was a contestant on The Price Is Right in 1994 really yeah she Did... won a fireplace oh good for her right <laughs> Did the person next to her bid like a dollar oh I hate that no, I have no idea I don't know I've never seen I maybe I've seen the episode I don't I, know but I she, remember she was on The Price is Right I remember being like deathly ill like my senior year of high school and like sitting at home I stayed home from school and I was watching The Price is Right and like there was this girl who was just so enthusiastic they called her down she never got a chance to like actually like compete or spin the wheel or do the showcase or anything she just kind of she was in that limbo where like they all bid like every every round and the fucking obnoxious chode next to her she would be like you know um i'm gonna i'm gonna bet i'm gonna bid uh four hundred dollars bob and the guy's like 401 i hate that I hate oh that. my god i hate that you I absolutely hate you that. should get dragged out behind this this tv studio and Beaten. shot yeah <laughs> shot like old yeller like, like i hate yeah. that shit um uh linda cardellini love her uh sean patrick thomas Makes an appearance in this one. Um, I yep. remember him. Yep. I mean, he. Yep. Yep. I remember like a lot of late '90s movies. <laughs> Barbershop. Barbershop. Save the Last Dance. Was Dracula 2000. <laughs> yes. Um, we have a couple of very adorable children in this movie. We have Janie Lynn Kinchin. Yep. Who plays Samantha. Yep. And we have Roman Christo. Christo. Christ, uh, Christo. Christo. Who plays Christopher. Yep. Um, uh, Linda Cardellini's children in this movie. Yep. Um, anybody else that? I mean, we have Patricia Patricia Velasquez. Patricia Velasquez, who plays Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they um, do that. Also, fun fact: she was in the Mummy as was she a Nazi woman. I knew it. I wasn't sure if that was her. <laughs> that was her. I, there were a couple of angles where I'm like, that looks like a Nazi Ramon from Anax, the Mummy, but Anax a Nazi Ramon. A Nazi Ramon. Paradus. Paradus. <laughs> oh man, I want to watch those. I now. know it's I so love good. Those movies. Um, 
Yeah. I, oh, oh, okay. I'm so glad that I'm like, I'm validated now. Cause I didn't want to be like, was she in the mummy? Like an idiot. Was no, she, yeah, 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 no, no she's, she oh, she's, definitely here. she's, she's fucking she, fantastic. She's really good. Yeah. Um, the acting in this was pretty good. It, Unfortunately, know, the execution on it was horrible. Yeah. I mean, there's a few good things that we'll get into, but, um, so we'll just dive right in, as I like to say, every single episode. So right. this movie starts in uh, Mexico in, like, the 1600s. 1673. 1673. Kind of like a backstory for La Llorona. Yes. And it is, um, there is a woman, her her two children, and the man that I'm assuming is her husband or the children's father, father. and they're having, like, a nice little day in a field, and one of the sons gifts the mother this, like, really beautiful necklace that I'm assuming he either bought or made for her, um, and she tells him, like, she's going to wear it forever. Yeah. Um, in, like, the blink of an eye, the family is gone with the exception of the little boy who has given her the necklace. Yeah, like, he just, like, disappears. The rest of the family... He just... doesn't disappear, just kind of pans to another scene of him just... In, himself yeah he's in, in the field. he's in the same field by himself and yeah. he's looking for his mother yeah and he's you know, walking down a trail along the field and he finds his mother and she <laughs> is just straight up drowning the other brother like in a stream <laughs> right? just holding him down drowning him and it is one of the creepier parts of the movie it's very yes. like anything like that just unsettling very unsettling i mean and he goes to make children are dying. Yeah, anything like <laughs> anything like that. Way. It's it's super unsettling. And he goes to make a run for it, but but she gets him. And, and yeah, we, we can just assume assume she does the same thing because it kind of like just cuts at that point. Yeah, like she grabs the kid. Yeah, she grabs. She gets a hold and then of it, him. Like cuts. So now we are in Los Angeles in 1973. So 300 years later. Yes, L.A. Um. And we meet uh, Linda Cardellini's character, Anna, Anna. who mm-hmm. is a, a social worker. Yes. Um, her husband, who was a LAPD officer or yes. an officer of some kind, has been killed, I yes, assume, but... in the line of duty. I, yeah, he was a cop, and he, I just assume he was probably shot or something. Something like that, duty, yeah. yeah. Um, but Linda Carlini is now a widow raising their two children yes. together, uh, Samantha and Christopher. And we get a glimpse into their home life. It's the 70s. Linda, Linda Cardellini is dressed cool. She looks great. Right? And her she hair al- was feathered the proper way. Yes, it was It was, like, like, very subtle, but it was still feathered. It was still, like... like and a, she had those sweet bells, man. Oh, man. I... <laughs> my mom used to feather her hair like that. And, oh, like, cool. she had those sweet bell bottoms. And, like, I just... I, all I could think of was my mom. And... But it was... So, so yes. Yeah, so I don't know why this takes place in the 70s for whatever reason. But it does. But they do it nice and subtle. Yeah. Like, you know, the how like the furniture and the motif in the house it's is not very over 70s, the top. but it's not like beating you in the face. Well, right. It's not like Linda Cardellini's like, all right, kids, like make sure you get home from school on time because we're gonna have a fondue party. It's not yeah, it's it's believable. Yes. That's like one of my biggest things about movies that, that take that yeah. like I think another movie that does it really well is Zodiac with uh Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. That takes place I think that takes place in the seventies as well, like sixties, seventies. Um and yeah. that's also very subtle. It's Paranormal Activity three in the eighties. Yeah. It's just subtle. It's subtle. It's not but like you know it's you still know it's the eighties just by like the furniture. Exactly. And, stuff, and like how know? the kids... and, the cl- and the clothes they're yeah. wearing. But they don't Smack you in the yeah. face with it. All right, kids, we got to go listen to Purple Rain. Come on, to, you know, it's, like, you know it's, it's not, it's not over the top like that. Um, right. We got to listen to some Pat Benatar. And... Oh, I love Pat Benatar. <laughs> um, 
So Linda Cardellini's life as this social worker, we get a glimpse. It's very hectic. She's raising yeah. these two kids. And the kids are old enough to kind of fend for themselves. They're not like little, little kids. They're, yeah. they're older. They, they, they seem pretty okay for the most part. Yeah, they know, can kind of fend for themselves. Reliable. But she's got to get them to school. Like, the fir- <laughs> right. you know, the, the very first scene is like they miss the bus because like they're trying to find shoes and stuff to yeah, leave the house. Normal it's stuff. normal. Yeah. Um, and she gets to work late. And yes. she's not, and, and her her boss is chill like he's a nice guy but he's like listen why don't you we're gonna like take some cases off your list because clearly you have a lot going on like you have kids that you're raising your husband's gone like you have a lot on your plate right and we need you here on time so in order to make it easier for you we're gonna give some of your cases to this other chick that she works with yeah the other uh agent there um and yeah, and and I was watching this scene, and while I kind of understood where the boss was coming from, I was also like, this is why, like, social services is a goddamn nightmare. Because you have people that are, like, legitimately, like, eager to do the job and, like, willing to put in the work to make sure kids are safe. And they're like, yeah, no, we're just going to, like, take that away from you and give it to someone else because we don't think you're, like, able to handle it. Even though she's very clearly, like, passionate about what she does. Yes. I agree. Um. So one of the cases that they're going to give to uh, this other coworker of hers is um, this woman named Patricia that Anna mm. is familiar with. Um, yeah, the the Patricia's case there. Yeah, she's. Her kids. They want this this other social worker to check in on Patricia because her kids haven't shown up at school. Don, I think, is the yes, other woman. Yes, yes. Um, and Anna, Anna kind of takes this personally. She knows Patricia. She's familiar with her. She's, she's been like, working the case for years. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's their caseworker for yeah. these for these two boys that Patricia has. Yeah, and she's like, listen, she's not going to trust you. She's going to trust me because she knows I'm a mom, and like that's our bond and is we both have been, kids. Yeah, and she's been working this case forever. Yeah, so she goes with the police officer to go check in on Patricia. Yes. And Anuxa Ramon. <laughs> and Patricia uh, is very hesitant to answer the door. She doesn't want to let them in. She just tells her, like, the boys are safe. Yeah. Um, but Anna's like, listen, if you don't let me see them, they're going to come in here and, like, either arrest you yes. or take the kids. Or take Like, the kids, I need yeah. to see for myself that they're okay. And when she goes in... The apartment looks like the inside of Yankee Candle. There's just candles <laughs> fucking everywhere. Yeah. Middle, yes. of, middle of the day, but the like the blinds are drawn. There's just fucking candles everywhere. It looks like a shrine. It's yeah. very unsettling. Um, and Anna makes, Anna makes the cop wait outside. <laughs> yes. And... Um, so I, I forget, like, why Patricia, like, leaves her alone. Like, she leaves her alone in the apartment for a minute. She does. And she, Anna... like, goes to another room or something, and Anna just starts walking around, kind of, like, looking at looking around. Or she's looking for the kids. Yeah, she doesn't see the boys. Yeah. Um, she finds the boys. She does. And they're behind a locked door. A closet. Yeah, they're, yeah. like, locked in a closet with, like, a fucking straight-up padlock on the outside of it. Yes. And she ends up, like, getting the the key after Patricia comes back in there. Because Patricia's, like, telling her, like, get away from the door. Yeah, she 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 warns her. Yeah. And then Anna doesn't take heed to her warning. And Patricia... So then Patricia, Patricia goes after her and, like, 
tries to beat her up or something. <laughs> yeah, she like she gets the better of Anna. She like knocks her down, but yeah. she's got the key like on a thing around her neck. Yeah, and and Anna manages to get the key in the struggle because the other cop breaks in the when cop he hears comes he, in he and hears the commotion, yeah. grabs Patricia off. She's telling Anna like, "Do not open that door. Leave yeah. them alone." Yeah, Anna just thinks, "Okay, this woman has gone off the rails because." Yeah. There's a very distinct lack of communication throughout this movie, which is an ongoing thing that drove me nuts. <laughs> yeah. But Anna opens the closet doors. The boys are fine. Yeah. Like, they have food, they have water. They're, they're just hanging out in the closet. But <clears throat> she does notice, um, she takes them she takes them out of the closet. Patricia's losing her goddamn mind. Like, yes. put her back in the closet. Yeah. Um, but they, the kids are now in state custody. They, yeah, they, they take the kids. And even the kids tell them to... Yeah, they're like, just leave us here. Just leave us here. Yeah, we just want to stay in here. Yeah, but um, she takes them and brings them to, like, a child services shelter. Because she's a good social worker. Yes. She's good she's, at her job. She knows how to like, do her job like, very well. That's, this is this is an, also an ongoing theme in the movie. Is like, she's really good at her job. Right. And she just keeps getting punished for it. Yeah, well... Um, so... Anna Anna takes the boys into state custody, and she's talking to them, like, in this hallway at the, I don't know if it's a police station right. or, like, the shelter that they're going to be in until they can rehome them or find a yeah. place for them. Um, but she notices that the boys have, like, these burns on their arms. Yeah. And they're like on their wrists and their arms. Yeah. It's bad burns, too. Bad ones. They're, like, bubbling and stuff. Yeah. And and they're, like, bloody. It, it's, like, and she's asking them, who did this to you? And I think one of them just says, like, like she goes, did your mother do this to you? And he's like, no. Yeah. But that's all they say. Yeah, they don't specify anything, but they were pretty adamant that this is not Like, my, our doing. mom didn't do this to us. Yeah. At which point, I'm also like, kids, listen, just come out and say it. Just say it. This movie could be 20 minutes long if they just <laughs> come out and just say what the hell's going right? on. But they don't. And, right? um, so... Anna, Anna, like, goes home to her own family, um, and these boys are in the shelter. Yeah. And and I think Patricia did get arrested. She got arrested but she for, like, child abuse. She doesn't stay in prison, though. No, no. She gets she gets let out, which is important later on. Yes, it is. Um, Patricia gets let out uh, after being, I'm assumed, interrogated on, like, her child's, yeah. her children's well-being. Um, the boys are in the shelter, and in the middle of the night, one of them wakes up. And when he sits up, the other brother is in the doorway. Yes. Like sleepwalking. It looks like he's like in a trance. Yes. At which point. I assumed he was sleepwalking. And like, are they in the doorway at this point? Are they in the creepy dim lit hallway? Which also. Because, you know, children in dim lit hallways. Always a good combination. Yeah. Yeah. It always ends well for everyone. (laughs) Um, So the the brother follows the other brother um, out into the hall. Yeah. Who we assume is sleepwalking. Yes. And like. You know, the kid's, like, fucking, was it Samara from The Ring? Like, he's here one second, and then he's, like, further up the hall the yes. next day. He's, like, he's like yes. shape-shifting and jumping, like, sporadically through the hall. Yeah. Um, and when the when the youngest brother catches up to the older brother, I think was the order there, um, the older brother turns around. He kind of, like, points, like, behind them. Yeah. And... The, you know, the little brother, like, turns around. There's, like, a security mirror. Yeah, the and... mirror up on the, the corner to show, like, the hallway. Yeah. You can see the hallway from the mirror. It starts to, like, crack. 
Yeah. And also, that's like a big thing too, is if somebody's sleepwalking and they turn around and they like point for you to turn around. You just grab that kid and just keep going. The no, you just go in the, no, you do not turn around. Whatever's behind you. Non- no, no, you don't turn around. You just keep walking the same way. You don't turn around. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, okay. you, like you, whatever, whatever. Grab the kid and just keep walking yep. straight. If, if somebody, if somebody is like in a trance, they're out of it, they're acting weird and they point behind you to get you to turn around, you do not do it. Whatever's happening behind you, not important. Not not happening. Nope. You don't ha- you don't have to look. You don't have to acknowledge it. You just ignore it and you just keep just, just keep like, going. Just like Thanksgiving dinner. Ignore that turkey and you just keep going after the rotisserie. Yep, your your end game is the rotisserie chicken. And the end game in this scene is just get the fuck out of that shelter. But the little one turns around. Yeah. And the security mirror in the hallway cracks. Yep. Like breaks. Yep. And he like looks down and when he looks back up. Yeah, Larona is there. <laughs> Larona. Larona is yeah. there. You don't really see, like, you see her, and right. she's wearing white, but you don't really see her face all that much. Right. Sort of. It's, like, too dark. Yeah. Which is fine. And, um, so, Anna gets a call in the middle of the night. Yes. And it is, I think, a, a police officer. Yeah. Or, like, another social worker. And something has happened to the boys. boys. Yeah. And Anna gets, Anna, for whatever reason, gets called to the scene. Like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, it's her case. It is her case, but at the same time, I feel like... Is that really her responsibility at this not, point? It's not. It's not. But we do we do come to find out that, like, because her husband was a cop, the cops just kind of go to her yeah. for, like, her insight. And it's like, she wasn't the cop. Yeah. She's a social worker. And yeah. I'm not shitting on that occupation. I'm just saying a social worker isn't a cop. Right. Like, a social worker has a certain limited, like, jurisdiction... That yeah. they're allowed to work with it. Yeah. You can't just, like, hand them criminal matters and be like, here, you look at this. That seems like a gross, <laughs> gross example of misconduct and poor judgment and maybe a violation of some kind of ethical code. But what maybe. do I What do I know? You're neither a cop nor a social worker. I did study law, though. Ugh. You're still <laughs> not a cop, though. I know. Well, ACAB. Um. <laughs> so anyways, so she gets this phone call. Yes. And it uh, at Apparently, the boys that were in the shelter... Are dead. Are dead. They were drowned in a river. Right. What confuses me about this is where they were found in relation to where they were. Right. Like, how does that make sense? It doesn't really. Also, what... I mean, it makes sense if you're if you're familiar with La Llorona. La Llorona. Because her thing is basically drowning. Drowning kids. And she is, you know appears near like bodies of water but where they got from or where they came from to where they ended up didn't really add up to me also the like canal that they're drowned in is like the most especially in the 70s (laughs) that is the most disgusting water you could drown somebody in like ugh, i was like dry heaving i was like oh yeah it's not great (laughs) so so i'm just i would just open my mouth and just that's it that's what my mom would say (laughs) Just open my mouth and call it quits. <laughs> so, so for some reason, unbeknownst to us, um, Anna gets called down to the scene, and then she also brings her children. She brings her children, which is also a terrible idea. But I mean, they were young kids, yeah. So I don't feel like she wanted to leave them there. But at the same time, but I feel like she could have been like, "No, I can't go." Yeah, you I'll- know. Also. They're dead at this point. I mean, like, what, what is she going to, like, why is she? She's just going to come and be like, yep, 
those are bodies. <laughs> exactly. Like, good, um, good police work, guys. But she brings Chris and Sam. Yes, and she and tells they, them this. Sam is sleeping. Yeah. But she tells Chris, like, stay in the car under no circumstances get out of this car. Right. And she goes down to talk to the officer to, you know, because he's basically like, you were the last person to see them. What the hell happened? And, like, like she would know. Like, like she would have any indication. Well, I mean, she worked with the mom there, Patricia. Right. But at that point, the cops were saying that they think it was Patricia yeah. who killed the boys. Because they had let her out. They did. So did now she go to she the show- shelter? So now she shows up here at this canal? Yeah, and she's river? losing, I don't really know. Yeah, she's losing, losing her, her shit. Um, Accusing Anna that this was her fault now. Yeah. Um, complete lack of responsibility. It's like all you, had to, <laughs> all you had to do when you let her in the apartment is be like, listen, the boys are in the closet. This is what's going on. I know it sounds crazy, but, like, you need to trust me. And sure, would, would Anna have trusted her? Probably not. But this whole, like, lack of communication, it's like, bitch, she is not responsible for you not opening your goddamn mouth and telling her, like, there we got is a that. straight-up demon after and us. There is that. Um, so while this is happening, while this, like, shit show is happening with the dead boys, Patricia and Anna and the cops, Chris does a straight-up Carl from The Walking Dead and is like, I'm just going to go out and check things out myself. I want to see what's going on. Yeah, he leaves the car. Leaves the car like a genius. Yeah. Um, 70, 1970s L.A., middle of the night, brilliant. You're, sure. by, you're by a canal sure, You're not? by a canal near, like, a bridge. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen to, you know, like, two, two children who aren't being watched or supervised? Um. Chris, like, goes to, like, snoop around to see if he can get a glimpse of what is going on. Yes. And he doesn't... He sees the bodies, um, like, wrapped in sheets. <laughs> yeah. But he also sees someone, like, kind of hanging out by the bridge that he's, like, crouched near. And I thought, homeless person, probably. <laughs> Vagrant. Vagrant, more than likely. <laughs> Yalorona, not on my bingo card, but... <laughs> but it... But, I mean, that's obviously who it was. So... <laughs> Um, so she comes after him or goes yeah. after him. Um, and he does like sc- scurry away. Yeah. But she does grab him. And burns And leaves him. burns on his arm. Which are identical to the burns that yes. were on the two boys earlier. Um, but he does get away. He does. Um. He gets back in the car and wakes Sam up. And from there, it is like this cat and mouse. Like she is trying to get in that fucking she is. car. Like, she's so like unlocking the, windows, the door. Yeah, the, the windows, windows are rolling down. Yeah, and he's, like, rolling them up, and then, like, the door unlocks, and he's jumping over to lock the door. It's, yeah. It's very, you know, and, and meanwhile, the sister is like, the fuck? Like, right? She's like, like, what the hell are you like, doing? Like, I was just, I was just sleeping. Like, what the hell? Um, and at one point, he, like, goes to, like, open the driver's side door, I think, to run, but Anna's there. Yeah, she and comes she, back yeah, to the car. Yeah, and she's like, okay, like, you good? Get yeah. in the back seat. Like, we gotta go. And they right. leave. And they leave, yeah. Um, before they leave, they do see Patricia in the back of a police cruiser driving away, and Patricia gives her that look, oh, that look of a scorned woman. Uh, and, you know, the same thing going to be the last time you see or hear from her. Nope. Um, so the next day, Anna is walking by a, like, a church, and they're having a memorial for the two boys. Yep. Um, and people are getting, what do they call it, smudging? With the yeah, with like the, the sage or whatever, where they like yeah, I'm not sure the exact term. They might have 
it might have been called smudging, but they're basically consecrating these people with burning sage. Yeah, and there's there's one guy specifically doing it. He's smudging these, <laughs> smudging these people with Is like sage. Yeah, Raphael, yeah. and he's and he's like taking care of these people that are trying to get all this negative energy. Mm-hmm. And while she's watching, this priest approaches her, and he looks familiar. We're not going to say from where just yet. He looks yeah. familiar. And he is talking to Anna, and she tells him, like, I was, you know, I was the caseworker. She asks what Raphael is doing, and he's, he explains, like, he's getting rid of the bad energy that yep. might, like, anytime somebody has, like, a, a stressful incident or anytime somebody goes through something traumatic, like, you smudge, air quotes, away the negative energy, like, using sage or whatever, yeah. crystals, whatever the fuck's going on, <laughs> um, whatever multi-level marketing scheme people use to, like, cleanse their, yeah. cleanse their chakras. Chakras, <laughs> um, auras. And... And Anna asks, just to backtrack, before Patricia gets put in the back of the car, she's like, you know, she's screaming at Anna and blaming her. And she's like, I told you, I told you she was after us. I told you she was going to get them. You know, she, she got them. And Anna's like, who? And she's like, you know, Yalorona. Yeah. And so Anna asks the priest the next day when they're talking, she's like, do you know who Yalorona is? He's like, oh, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Yeah. Um, And then they're in the church. Because this is a conversation that you need to, like, sit down in the church for. So sit the <laughs> right? fuck down. And he tells her the tale of Yalorona, who was this beautiful Mexican woman, um, like, the prettiest woman in her village. Yep. And she fell in love with, I'm assuming, a musician because, like... Oh my God. I'm pretty sure it was uh, Spanish, <laughs> uh, Spaniards colonizing Mexico. Um, yeah. <laughs> Probably a musician, though. I mean, let's just call it let's Colon- just, colonial type stuff. Yeah, but let's let's, let's just. You know. All right, fine. He was he was a bass player for. Um... No, we don't have to get that specific. We don't have to get that specific. Okay, I'm just saying, like, because he describes him as like this handsome, like rugged, like whatever, like devil may care kind of guy that rolled into the village, and she had her sight set on him. And I was like, girl, I feel you, I got it. Um, but they, they, I don't know if they get married, but they do start a family. Yes, they have two boys. They had two boys, and he makes it clear that the husband loved these two boys, yeah. like loved them, um, um, and they had a perfect life until. She finds him with another younger woman. Yeah, and I was like, "Girl, same. This is, this is what happens. Right? This is what happens when you get involved with musicians. Like, <laughs> this is the exact same thing." So, so well, she, so to get her to get her hell revenge, hath no fury than a woman scorned. I tell you, let me. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that I didn't have kids because let me tell you, <laughs> I would be yellow owner right now. Um, no, that's the Girl, same. Um, so to get back at him, she just flies into a rage, and she is like, "All right, well, I'm gonna take away the things that you love the most." And she straight up drowns, drowns those, kids those kids. Yeah, to get back it's, at him. Essentially, that is the story of like, yeah, 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 yeah. We could just say it like white girls, La La Rona, right? Okay. Um, but yeah, so she drowns those kids, and then I believe she killed herself. She killed herself. So at this point now she's wandering through purgatory, 
just looking for her kids. She's trying to get her kids. Yeah. And she just, and, and I think she. For the rest of eternity. Yes. She's just constantly looking so for So she's her basically kids. like drowning children trying to get their spirits to join her spirit or, or whatever. Something. Or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot of different spins on it. Yeah. But at, when, when he was explaining the story, I'm just like, you know. I don't agree with that tactic. Like, you never, ever, like, hurt innocent people to get your revenge on someone who yeah, wrongs you. Yeah, that's, that's pretty messed up. You carry Underwood their truck, like she sings about. You carve, you <laughs> carve your name into their leather seats. <laughs> right? And what else does she do? Smack. Uh, I don't remember. That song is old. <laughs> yeah, but it still holds up. It like, does. You take a you take a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Yes, thank you. Slashed a hole in all, all four, four tires. tires. <laughs> Maybe next time he'll think. Before, Before he, he cheats. cheats. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't do that. She's just straight up murders the kids, which is awful. Um, so uh, at, at this point, you know, she she's not, she's she's an atheist. She doesn't believe in yeah, this. Yeah, she like, said that her husband was her, kind of the religious one. He was one, the more religion one was, of the two. Yeah, she was just not into it. Now, her son Christopher has these burns and I forget how Sam gets them because Yalarona comes for Sam too. She does. Um, I think it's at the pool. Like it's raining and she's got her umbrella. And yes, um, she sees her like in the water or something. It's raining. She drops her umbrella, or or wind took her umbrella. Yeah, and it's kind of like floating towards the pool. So she's going after it. She's going after her umbrella, and every time she goes to grab it, the wind it just moves. like really like it just keeps bringing it closer and closer to the pool. And I'm like, yeah. oh, uh oh. Um, yeah, and then I think she ends up seeing her in the pool. No, she sees her through, like, the... It's a clear umbrella. Yeah. So she has the umbrella down, like, in front of her face, and you can see La Llorona through it. And yeah. every time she lifted it up, it's, she was gone. She's gone. Which was kind of cool. It was that a neat was effect. Neat. I liked yeah. that. Um, um, but she but she also gets her wrist grabbed La by... La Llorona takes her wrist, or grabs her wrist, and she gets and burned. And burns her, too. Yep. And at the house, you know, Anna comes home... She finds Samantha, like, in her room, just kind of sitting in a windowsill, clearly, like, traumatized by something. Yeah. And and Anna notices the burns on mm-hmm. Sam's arm. And she's like, where did, you know, like, where did you get these these burns? It's like, do you not recognize, like, these very distinct, unusual burns that are on They're identical. To those other two burns that you saw yeah. on those two boys? Like, yeah. you're not putting... You're not putting two in, like, this is not like a, oh, I spilled a pot of water, or like, oh, my ramen splashed up on my wrist. It's right? like, this is very clearly, like, a distinct burn pattern that you've now seen on, on two... all the same locations, too. Always on the wrist. Always on the wrist. So clearly something's grabbing these kids. Yeah. And it's... something's happening where it's, it seems like they're getting pulled right. with their arms. So, I mean, it's, it's. And Samantha does telling. Samantha does like the like battered housewife thing, and she's like, <laughs> "I fell," and I'm like, "Why? What? Why just just tell her? Just tell her! Like I saw this fucking ghost lady, and she grabbed me because like honestly, like crazy shit's happening. Yes, you know, just say see something, say something, and they're just not doing <laughs> it. They're not doing it. Yeah, no um, one's telling anybody anything. At one point, um, I it's they're they're having dinner, and the kids are just like you know they're they're kind of like sad and like mopey yeah because you know they're being fucking like they're being haunted they're just straight up being haunted by this by this old lady this crazy ghost lady um but at one point uh anna and uh, i forget the character's name it's played by sean patrick thomas 
uh, who's on the police force. I think he, cop. yeah, I think it was her husband's former partner yeah. on the force. Yeah. They're having takeout and just, yeah, you know. he came over with like dinner or something. Yeah. So they're just eating and hanging out. But he asks, he asks Anna if she will look at Patricia's file. He wanted uh, her to interview her. He wanted her to speak to Anna because yeah. he's like, you know, Patricia blames. Because again, this should be the person who's interrogating the suspect. Exactly. But it's fine. It's fine. 1970s LAPD. You like, know. I've heard worse stories. Um, he's basically telling her, like, listen, she blames you for what happened to your mm-hmm. kids. And people are more inclined to, like, speak when, when they're, they're angry. angry. So yeah. we're going to, like, which I'm like, really? Um, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bring you in there tomorrow and have you talk to her. And Anna is, like, looking at the case file on her bed. The kids are asleep. And she's, like, and she notices, like, pictures that the police have taken throughout throughout this process, obviously, before the kids were, were killed. But they, yeah. have, they have Polaroids of the boys. They have Polaroids of Patricia. But they have Polaroids of the burns on the boys' wrists. Right. And Anna's, like, oh. I'm, like, really? <laughs> like, you didn't know? Like, like a light bulb just like yeah. turned on above her head. Like, oh. But then some crazy shit starts happening in the house that night before she yes. gets a chance to talk to Patricia. And it involves like lights turning off. Yep. And doors opening and closing. And like windows opening and closing. And at one point, like, she's so freaked out. And she's, like, looking in on Sam, who's sleeping, and Sam's door starts to close, and there's, like, a mirror on the back of the door, and yeah. she sees Yalorona in the reflection, um, and, like, freaks the fuck out, and, like, grabs a bat, like, ready to... Right? Ready to fucking just wail on <laughs> wail her. On her. Um, and the kids, like, come to her door, like, all confused, and, and Anna's just thinking, like, it's all in my head. Yeah, she thinks she's going bonkers. Um, so she goes to see Patricia at the police station the next day, mm-hmm. and... Patricia is, you know, being a bitch. Also, let's not forget that um, Patricia had an alibi. Yes, her for... alibi was, like, rock solid. Yeah. She was, like, like at the church like, or something, after, like, while her kids were being murdered, like, in the yeah, timeline. Like, yeah, like, so there's no way that she could have done it anyway. Yeah, so, she... anyway, so moving on, um, um, Anna goes to interview Patricia. She does, and she leaves the kids at home. Yes. Thank um, God. <laughs> so she's she's talking to Patricia and, you know, she's she's asking her, like, why the boys were in a closet, who's after them, what's mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. And and Patricia just kind of, you know, she's she's blaming Anna for all of these problems. Yeah. Um, and at one point she says, you know, she she was going to she's like, instead of praying to God to bring my boys back. <laughs> she prayed to La Llorona. To take Anna's children. To take Anna's children to give her kids back. And I'm like, I would be leaping across that table right now. Right? Throttling a bitch. Like, I would just, like, just straight up right? throttling like, a bitch. Like, that's some hardcore shit. <laughs> um, so while while this is happening, the, the children are being fucking straight up terrorized yes. at the house. Yeah. Like, Yalorona knocks Chris down the stairs. Yeah. Um, just as Anna's coming home and she, you know, and, and he, like, I, I don't think he breaks his wrist, but he's got a really bad sprain that yeah. he has to go to the hospital. And the treating doctor notices the burns on his on his wrist and while he's treating, like, the sprain. And he kind of, like, looks at Anna, mm-hmm. like, disapproving. And Anna's just sitting there, not saying anything. And that night, 
they're having, and I was like, oh, we should have done TV dinners for this recipe. <laughs> they made like a delicious Swanson TV dinner. They're having it's not really t- a recipe. They're having TV dinners, and uh, Sean Patrick Thomas and the social worker that had taken some of Anna's cases at the beginning of the movie show up to interview the children. <laughs> yeah, they were doing a welfare check. They're doing on a welfare her. check because the doctor called the police and thinks that these kids are being abused. They got burns and by yeah. Anna now. Yeah, so now Anna's a suspect in like her own children's. And again, with the lack of communication, the social worker's like asking the kids, like, "How'd you get these burns?" And the kids are just not like not saying shit. They're not saying, They're not saying shit. No. And like Anna's Anna's looking worse and worse and worse. Yes. But at the same time, it's like it's like, okay, guys, listen, like all of this could be easily cleared up. Maybe not easily, but cleared up by somebody just well, being you know, like you're still getting haunted by a thing. Yeah. However, maybe maybe speaks maybe say something. Yeah. Say something, say something. Like say we're something, being we're being something. haunted. We're being haunted by a fucking pissed off. Mexican bride. Like, she's, like, <laughs> right? she's furious. Like, she's so mad. <laughs> she's so mad at us for no good reason. Um, so the social worker leaves. She's going to go file a report. And and Sean Patrick Thomas basically tells Anna, like, whatever is happening, you need to make it stop. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's happening. I'm not accusing you of anything. But right. something is going on and you need to make it stop. Right. Um, I think it's, like, either later on that night or the next day. Um she sits down to talk to Christopher. He was like watching TV and she like sits down to ask him about, listen, you need to come clean with me. Where did these burns come from? Yes. Like what is going on? Meanwhile, Samantha is up in the bathtub. Taking a bath. Taking a bath. And like her tradition is Anna, like, cause at the beginning of the movie we see it, Anna like gives her like a little scalp massage, rinses her hair, like lets her, her yeah, dunks her under and then like the, the, you know, towel, towel dry. Does all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. So Samantha is upstairs in the tub. Yep. And Anna is downstairs talking to Christopher. And Samantha is washing her hair and you see these like gnarly gnarly gross, gross ghosty hands, hands like yeah. pasty ass Just, hands. Like going into her hair and like, and, like setting her... massage her scalp and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty gross. It, it was pretty gross, but at the same time I was like I could totally go for one of those right now. <laughs> right? Like, I, even if it was by, like, Yalorona. Like, listen, <laughs> as long as you don't pull me under the water and you just keep cool. doing this, yeah, like, I'm cool with that. Cool. Have you seen the videos of those, like, scalp, like, scalp massage salons that they have now? Yeah. Like, the, where they have, like, the weird, like, circular thing that, like, rinses your hair. Yeah. And they give you, like, I'm like, I want one. So My hair is so thick, though, that I feel like they get stuck. Like, they feel like massaging um, my... They probably have different, like, you know... Uh, gauges and stuff. Yeah. To go through like thick hair, curly like, hair. I want one of those so bad. Listen, anyone who wants to get me something for Christmas, <laughs> I want one of those scalp spa massage things, like okay. the ninety-minute package. Just give me that <laughs> ninety-minute 90 package. package. Nice. Um. So, anywho, um, so does he tell Anna the truth? I think he does mention like this woman. In a way, there is a woman. There is a woman who's after us, and she she did them. yeah she did this to us. And Samantha at this point like goes okay like she, oh well she's like you know mom that that hurts take it easy yeah and to Yalorona's credit she eases up she a little does. bit she listens she does. to the kid, she to the kid. <laughs> she's like oh sorry you know like oops my bad and Samantha goes to like dunk herself under the water. And the hands are like holding her under the and water. Now she's being held under. The now water, she's being yeah. held under the water. And didn't uh, Chris there mention that Sam's taking a bath? Yeah, 
So and she like so Anna just like so Anna kind of looks up towards the second floor because not only did Christopher just mention that his sister's in the bathtub unsupervised, right. but um, also like she's not hearing anything upstairs. There's no right. like splashing or anything. So she like hauls ass upstairs just as, just as the kids like pretty much like getting ready to drown. Like she's yeah. struggling. Cause she yeah, can't, she can't she's break under this. she's under the water at this point. Yeah. And Anna, and the door won't open. So Anna, like, breaks open the door. Yeah. She runs in. She pulls her out of the bathtub. She's, like, you know, wiping her face while the kid's, like, trying to catch her breath and coughing and sputtering. And you see, like, the bony hand, like, go back into the tub. Yeah. And she's asking the daughter, like, what happened to you? What happened? And then Chris is, like... You know, pointing behind Anna. Same thing. Don't Again, turn around. Don't Do not turn, turn around. around. Don't turn around. Um, so, you know, he's he's point he's pointing, and and Anna turns around, and we get the worst CGI. It's so bad. It's so fucking bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's like just get, just use practical effects. For that, you could have done easily done practical. You could have done like, practical effects, and it would have looked insane. amazing. It would have looked so much it's better. It's literally like a ghost woman. It's a ghost woman. It's so easy to do. It's so much. Oh my god! But they use CGI because she's got to have like cat eyes or some shit. I don't know. Or <laughs> her eyes need to be orange. I don't. And glowing. Yeah, it's so fucking glowing. stupid. I think it was glowing. It ruined the whole thing for me. Like I was having yeah. a pretty good time watching this up until that, and I was like, oh man, like fucking it's, shitty CGI. Yeah. And this is, like, early, yeah, it's, like, 2000, what was this, 20? No, this was 2019. Oh, 2019. This wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, there's no reason for this to be that bad. Yeah. And Yalorona's, like, "Ah," you know, like, (laughs) 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 and she's trying to get Anna now. The kids are scrambling, and they they book it out of the house, and they go to the church where Anna had previously been speaking to the The priest about Yalorona and the kids and being their caseworker, and, um... She's sitting with the priest. The priest notices that Anna has Anna now has the burns on her wrist because she's grabbed in the bathroom she like, while grabbed, she's trying yeah. to get out. Um, and you know he <laughs> and this is where we get the tie-in that I was like, really? That, who cares? And it doesn't really make sense. And... But so he, earlier we had said this priest looks familiar. Yes, and we couldn't quite place him because I I don't you know it's a, it's not like this is an actor that I've seen in a million things and it's all about the same thing. So it's like, oh, this is the guy from this. It's not like, it's not like right. I'm watching, it's like I'm watching like fucking Avengers and being like, oh, like it's Iron Man who's in all these other movies. Right, right. Um, but she's no, basically... a secondary character. Yeah, but she's talking to him about like his faith and like, you know, him being a non-believer in like the paranormal or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, well, I wasn't, but there was an incident with a doll. <sighs> and we realized that this is the same priest from... With this porcelain doll. With Annabelle. It's the same. It's Father Perez. It's the same priest from Annabelle. Yes. And he compares Anna's experience to this doll he had. Like, his experience with the doll. Yes. So. Completely unnecessary. Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with anything. Honestly, who cares? It was like a two-second clip. It was a two-second clip, and it was specifically for people that were watching it to be like, oh, my God, it's Annabelle. Because I did that. I went, oh, it's Annabelle. And then that was it. We never hear about it again. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But he's he's the priest from, um, I, I forget what the prequel is that also takes place in the 70s, Annabelle Creation. Yeah. It's somewhat the pregnant woman where their yeah. house, yeah. So, and when he takes the doll away from her to, like, bring it wherever. Right. So, it, like, we get, a, like, a little blip of that scene. Right. Um. He's basically saying, like, you know, in order to save you and the children, I have to go through 
whatever fucking chain of command you have to go through in the church, which because seems a little church, counter. Yeah. yeah, it seems a little counterproductive. I feel like if a family's being haunted, like it's yeah, your... didn't he say it'd be like it, at least like two weeks or something before yeah. he get approval? Yeah. to help. It's like dealing with and fucking health insurance. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's dealing, like dealing with health. Yeah, insurance. dealing like a fucking health right? insurance company. Like, oh, we have to go through the chain of command to figure out if you're if like your if your deductible <laughs> applies or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but in this case, he's like, yeah, like oh, I have to go through the I have to go through the deacon do de- whatever the diocese. I have no. I'm not a religious person, so I don't know how yeah, it works. Like all sorts of stuff, which. You know, it's very political. Yeah, and and Anna's just kind of like the fuck. Like I don't got two weeks. Yeah, like my kids like, are my kids are being straight up haunted. Yeah, and he he's like, okay, well, in that case, let me refer you to a faith healer, and it is Raphael who early yep. in the movie was doing the smudging, the, the yeah, like the sage shit outside the church, and he is a faith healer. He deals yeah, with paranormal like a shit, shaman. Yeah, he, and they go to him for help, and. At first, he wants no part of it, which I'm like, what is with this, like, passing the buck nonsense? He told her to go back to the church. Or yeah. he told her to go to the church first, and she's like, I did that, and yeah. he told me to come to you. Yeah. It's like, okay, so the cops are basically loading their work onto Anna to be like, can you, like, look at this case for us and interview our suspect for us? Because we're not going to do it. She's, <laughs> she's mad at you. You talk to her. Right? And then, like, hey, okay. hey, we found these two bodies. We know you're the caseworker. Can you come down in the middle of the night and just, like, look at them? And then, so then, you know. Maybe you, she needed to identify them. I have no idea. But, well, I mean, they already knew who they were. But they already knew who they were. They called her and told her they were yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then you have, sense. yeah, yeah and then no you sense. have, you have the church who's like, oh, we don't want to get our hands into this possession stuff. We're going to refer you to a shaman. And the shaman's like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to refer you back to the church. And it's like somebody, for the love of God, just deal with this fucking ghost woman in my house like just deal with right her. and didn't she say she was she was gonna like oh well let's go get like a hotel motel or, or something. something and he's like and then he's like you can't do that because it's not your house that's haunted it's, it's your you family. like you're yeah, haunted like, like you, you are physically haunted. are haunted it's not yeah. it has nothing to do like, with your it'll house follow you wherever you go yeah so he finally agrees after sam's like please for the love like sam looks like she just hasn't slept it. yeah <laughs> sam looks like she hasn't slept in days and she's like please please help us and Raphael's kind of a softy. And he's like, I like okay, Raphael. I did. I liked him a lot. So he is going, he comes to the house and he's getting everything prepared. They're making charms to hang outside. They have their Yankee candle collection on full display. I like how the kid was like, so you just going to like rub eggs all over the house or what? Yeah. Yeah. He's <laughs> got like the like... eggs and he's going like over the door frames and stuff. And he's like, you know, the eggs let us know when there's evil in the house. And <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I'm like, why did they just take the egg and rub it, like, make a themselves. circle around the I house was like, just circle something? the kids with some salt or some shit. Yeah. And, like, sat, have them sit in there. Well, like, one of, one of the funnier scenes, because there has to be, I mean, it's a horror movie, but there are some comedic elements, specifically when it comes to Raphael, the faith healer. Yeah. Um, he's, like, rubbing these eggs, like, on the door frames or whatever, and he's, like, these house, these eggs can detect when there's evil in the house. And he, like, lays them on a mat, and he takes one, and he, like, cracks it open, and, like, this black goo comes out. Yeah. And Anna, who, 
bear in mind, Anna has seen this fucking ghost in her house. Her kids are haunted. They got burns all over them. Anna's like, that's a trick. I saw that on Johnny Carson. And it's like, <laughs> so then the eggs, the remaining eggs on the they table start, start spinning. And then they stand up. They stand up straight. And one of them like explodes all over Anna. <laughs> Didn't see that on Johnny Carson. <laughs> yeah. And, and Raphael's like, ta-da. Like, <laughs> right? Right? Like, um, so night has fallen. Like they are getting ready to come face to face with Yellorona. And, um... They put the kids and Anna in, like, this circle of candles. And Raphael is outside of it. He's going to, like, lead this whole thing. And they can hear things moving around the house. And I think it's Samantha is like, is she coming? And, of course, you get the quintessential horror movie line. She's already here. <laughs> like, she's, right? Yeah. Right. Which also is a great, great use in Twister. Bill Paxton has the, the best delivery when... <laughs> Uh, is it C, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? They're running through, like, by he's the... He's in Twister? Yeah, he's uh, Dusty. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, like, running towards Helen Hunt and Bill Paxson, and he's like, Bill, Joe! Because I think Bill Paxson's name is, is also Bill. Bill yeah. And he's like, Bill, Joe! Like, we have to hurry! It's coming! And Bill Paxson's like, it's already here! <laughs> like, it's so good! It's so fucking great. Oh, Bill Paxson, rest in peace. Right. Um, So, like... The candles blow out around the kids. Of course. And at this point, like, he has put, like, stuff in the door frame that's supposed to, like, keep her from re-entering the house once they get her out. Yeah. Um, and I think he says, like, come sunrise, like, if she hasn't gotten to them, like, she'll just kind of go away on her own. Like, it has to be, at, like, before sunrise. Yeah. Um, so he has the house, like, fully, like, prepped. And the lights go out, the candles get blown out, and they're hearing all this noise, and fucking Anna, like, looks up, because she hears something above her, and it's Yalorona, and Yalorona, Yalorona, it's hard to say over and over again. Yeah. Straight up just yanks at Anna and just, like, hucks her into a wall. Like, right? Chucks her into a fucking wall. Right? Um, Chris, I think, exits the protective circle, and now she's after him. Yeah. And the priest does manage to get her, like, out of the house, like, through the front door. He does. He manages to somehow push her out. Yeah. And then... And then um, he just straight up slams the door in that bitch's face. Like, it's so funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> so he just, like, he, just slams it. He, um, he spreads, not salt, but, what was it, uh, like, wood chips? Yeah. Or something uh, on the the base of the door? Yeah. Um, from the fire trees. Right. Oh, the fire trees, so. which are the trees that were burning when she drowned her children. There's, like, a whole fucking story there. Yeah, like, like basically the trees were the only witnesses to her act. Crime. Or something, so... So those trees, trees are special. Are special <laughs> so he has, like, he has, like, a crucifix that's carved from one of those trees. He's using the wood chips. One of the stu... Uh, like, the movie started off with, like, some promise and then got, like, progressively more and more dumb. Yes. But, like, when he's, like... He has, like, a fucking jar. Oh, that's how he gets out of the house. I, I kind of trauma-blocked it out because it was so stupid. Um, <laughs> right? When when he's, like, put... He's explaining what all of his stuff is, and he's explaining about the crucifix that he has. It's made of, like, the fire trees yeah. and, like, you know, the different charms that he's using to like as a protective thing what the candles represent he also has like a fucking jar of her tears that he's managed to get that he's like somehow weaponized it's so fucking stupid it's, it's so it's so fucking like stupid how 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 are you a chemist too apparently like, <laughs> um so he uses that to get her out of the house. He, like, straight up just hucks the jar at her, and it breaks, and it's, like, burning her. Yes. And he, like, knocks her out of the house. And, and like spreads a wood mulch. <laughs> the mulch. And, like, Shuts the door in her face. So she Flames can't, the door so in her face. So the only way she can get, 
like into the house now is by break the right thing and you expect the line there you expect like anna to do something stupid you expect christopher because he's kind of ballsy but it's it's not either one of them them. it's fucking sam 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 breaks the fucking protective sealant because her her rag doll rag doll was outside rag doll yeah was like outside and she was like worried about the doll and i'm like one girl you are to get it yeah she needed it was so important that she couldn't wait till the morning yeah and i'm like not only that but it's like girl you are too old to be acting this way about a rag doll (laughs) like you're not five you were like a grown-ass child like that doll can wait like it's not that big a deal um but kids and their toys so she's like trying to figure out like a way to finagle the fucking rag doll like like she's trying to not break the thing she knows she's not supposed to break the seal it's not like but she's still trying she, to get her stupid she, doll yeah she can't <laughs> so she's like she's bending certain ways and yeah, like contorting her herself yeah so she can try to reach this like, doll and, and at one point she's like just really stretching to get the doll mm-hmm. and anna like walks in and like sees this yes. and is like the fuck are you doing like what are you doing and it kind of breaks samantha's concentration for a minute and she grabs a doll and as she's pulling the doll which god forbid you lift the doll up <laughs> right you lift the doll up and bring it inside no you gotta fucking straight up like drag it across the floor and as she's dragging the fucking doll across it the floor the, it breaks uh... the mulch wood chip shit <laughs> And yeah. yeah, and Yalorona is in the house again. Yeah. So actually, all... doesn't she take her out? I think like, so. She Lazarona takes the she takes drag, Sam out. She drags Sam she out. Drags her. She out. drags her out. Um, and because Yalorona has like gotten a hold of Sam, she's now like not. I don't want to say possessed her, but like the kid is like in some kind of weird like a trance, if you will, which is similar to the trance that we saw the older brother right. in at the shelter right. of the two boys, Patricia's sons, the older of the two was in that weird trance. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam is now in that trance and Raphael manages to like kind of reseal the house or whatever, but he's, he's telling Anna like, you know, Sam, Sam, if Yalorona calls to Sam, Sam's going to go to her. Like yeah. we need to like straight up lock this kid in a closet like, so she can't get out and, yeah. fuck, and fuck things up for everybody. And Christopher is going to be in the closet with her. He's like, I'll stay with her. Whatever. And the kid's in a trance. Right. And so they're, they're you know, they put him in a closet similar to what Patricia had done earlier yeah. in the movie. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Um, you know, they lock him in the closet so they can't get out until day, you know, until daylight, whatever. Yeah. And... The rest of, like, the scene is, like, Anna and Raphael are just, like, having coffee downstairs, which I'm like, you don't, why would you leave the kids? Why wouldn't you just stay in the room with the kids to, like, keep them safe? Like, they're idiots, I don't know. So, come on, Linda Cardellini, you know better than this. <laughs> so, we we get this, like, first-person view of, well, not first-person, it, it looks like somebody has come into the house. And you think it's Yalarona who has somehow breached the security thing or whatever, the, the mulch. And there's, like, this first-person view of someone going up to the closet. Meanwhile, Anna and Raphael don't hear shit. You would no, be on high com- alert. Right. They're completely, like, into their own yeah. shit right now. So, like, but... And <sighs> the closet door opens, and Chris looks up, and, again, you think it's Yalorona, but Anna hears, like, the door open and she runs upstairs and it is fucking Patricia. Patricia, Patricia has come to the house. Yep. This bitch. <laughs> um, right. She, she's got a pistol and 
she like you know she's gonna she's basically stealing the kids to give them to Yellowrona to, 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 to get yeah. her own sons back. Yeah. And Raphael tries like like Anna's begging her. She's like, please, like stop, enough, what the fuck, get out of my house, you fucking lunatic. Yeah. Raphael like basically has had enough of this shit, and he goes to straight up like tackle Patricia, yeah. and Patricia shoots him. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, the comedy relief, no. <laughs> um, but rather than rather than uh you know just like leave with the kids, she just fucking straight up kicks the mulch out of the way to let. Yellowrona in yeah. the house again. Yeah. Um, and all hell breaks loose. Again. 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 So, uh, is this the point uh, where uh, Sam goes outside? Um, I want to say Yellowrona comes in the house because I know the kids are going to, they're ending up in the attic. They they go up to the attic because Anna gets, Yellowrona like straight up beats the shit out of Anna. Anna gets like dragged. Um, <laughs> uh. Oh, that's uh, you know what I I apologize. We skipped ahead a little bit. Yes, there is a part where Sam is she out goes in the outside, pool. and Anna's like, "Where the hell, is Sam?" And she's getting drowned and in the she's pool. She's in the pool. She's in the drowned, pool, and then Anna goes in after her. That's when she gets in the trance. Basically, yes. is is Sam? Sam gets dragged into the pool after Yellowrona is in the house before they like you know kick her out the first time. Right. She gets dragged in the pool. Anna go. Anna goes in the pool. Um saves her at the last possible minute. And in the process, like, while she's struggling with Yellowrona, she rips that necklace off that the yes. kid had given her earlier in the movie, her son. Yes. Um, 300 years ago. Yes. We revert back to the necklace that was given to her by her child. By her son. Um, and that is when that is when Sam goes in the trance. I thought it was later on, but it, it is earlier Yeah, because I think in the attic is when they get her. Yeah. So. So. Um, so they fix. So, you know, then... They get so they're get, they get saved. They come back in. Now Sam is no longer in the trance at this point. She no. she is just like fuck. It's like, like we gotta right. go. Like we so get the I, fuck yeah. out of here. So I think at this point Patricia arrives. Yes, with a gun. So she she's trying to like she's gonna give these kids to Yellowrona to get her own children back. Yellowrona comes back in the house. Raphael has been shot. She attacks Anna. Mm-hmm. Anna's fighting for her life. The kids are like fuck, and they make a break for it to go upstairs to hide. Yes. Patricia at some point gets knocked down because she gets hurt. She does. Um, yeah, I think um, like, her and Anna or something. They they tussle a little yeah. bit, like in the midst of all this shit. Yeah. And the kids are like going up into the attic. Yellowrona is after the kids now. Like right. Anna, Anna and Patricia are like doing their own thing. Raphael's down. Um, they they the kids go up in the attic, and they are followed by the ghost. Yep. Um, who is like just fucking up their attic. Like, just making a mess of things. And at one point, uh, they're, like, cowering. And Christopher has the necklace as the ghost is approaching him. And he, right. he kind of, like, holds it up. Just kind of like a self-defense thing. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. He just holds it up. He just holds it. And she stops what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And she leans down. And she is no longer. A gross ghosty? Yeah, like a gnarly corpse with bad cgi effects it's a very pretty lady in a wedding dress like very pretty and she like takes the necklace and she's like i don't know if she thinks like chris is her son 
That's what I got. Like she, yeah, I'm thinking she thinks like Christopher is her is her son who's giving her the necklace, right? Because she's like crying and like touching his face and like being very gentle and kind of holding him in a way. Yeah, like a and mother me- would a child. Yeah, and meanwhile Sam's like kind of like inching back a little bit. Uh, yeah, she's, like, like fuck something this. about this is not quite right. Yeah, and she you know, unintentionally uncovers a mirror, a mirror, like a, one of those like you big long, the floor mirrors, floor mirrors. Yeah. Yeah, And Yellowrona sees her reflection and, um, like immediately like reverts back to CGI. (laughs) And, um, meanwhile, prior to that happening, I've, was it prior to that or might have, it's like happening at the same time. It's like simultaneous. Where Patricia has her arc. Yes. Where she's like, oh, what I can't. I, what am I doing? What am this I doing? Is, this is wrong. I can't yeah, do like this. I can't do this to these kids. Right. Like I can't. Like I'm never. Like my kids. Her kids are gone at this point. They're never going to come back. Yeah. And what no am I doing? What taking does. away I'm, this other woman's kids. Exactly. Like, I'm so a monster. I'm. A... I'm becoming Yellowrona. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Oh, exactly. So she she lets Anna go, and Anna flies up to the to the, the attic, attic with. Raphael, he's actually yes, alive. He's alive. Um, so he's they, injured, but he's alive. Yeah. So they make it. They make it up the stairs, and she like this bitch is just like this is like final boss shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. So what what drove me insane was like she she's like making shit fly around the attic. She's after the kids. The kids are like running and screaming. Raphael's trying to get the kids. Anna's, like, you know, trying to get her kids to safety. And Raphael basically just, like, takes the crucifix that he had brought with him that's made from, like, that weird... The fire tree. The fire tree. Yeah. Like, that weird tree. And he, like, nudges it towards Anna. Yeah, he kicks it over or and, something. And she fucking just straight up, like... Like, Yalorona's, like, lunging at Anna. And Anna just straight up, like, stakes her, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I'm like, right? that's literally all you had to do this entire right? time. This that's, entire time. This entire time, all you had to do was stake her. Yeah. And that was it. And that's it. That's that, it. That destroys the spirit. And then, of course, like, as she, like, disintegrates or whatever, because she's, like, finally, I don't want to say at peace, but, like, that's what kills her. Yeah. It, like, kills her again, I guess, or, like, sends her wherever <laughs> yeah. the fuck she's supposed to go. Right, right. right. Raphael's like, ta-da. Like, he just... Like, <laughs> right? Um, so, the final, the final scene is, I, I'm assuming it's the morning, and yeah. they are saying goodbye to Raphael. Which I hope to God he stuck around to help them clean up their house because that place right? is a fucking mess by the end of that shit. Shit everywhere. Um, you know, they're saying goodbye to him. He gets in a cab. He goes back to whatever, like wherever the church or whatever his like little like shop was that he was working in. And the kids like race each other into the house. And Anna like looks down at a puddle. And that's yeah, it's kind of like spooky. Yeah. Spooky bottle. Um <laughs> no idea what happened to Patricia. I think she's fine. She's good. Yeah, I mean, like it was like she had a rock solid alibi. They know they didn't kill her kids. I feel like Anna wouldn't have pressed charges because she knows what's going on and obviously, you know, your kids <laughs> your kids dying is a pretty horrific traumatic thing i hope anna gave her an ass whooping just oh, for she like should have just, she definitely deserved a slap in the face yeah um and that is this movie that is the curse of yellorona um <sighs> i had a what'd you have for a body count i had four yeah the two boys the at the beginning and the two boys patricia's boys yeah 
and that was it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I love a movie where the only people that die are children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> any, uh... Did we miss anything? I mean, there's... I mean, it's pretty straightforward. What it's... would you give this for a star rating? <sighs> it started off with, like, so much promise. Like, I love a good... I love a good, like, folk tale. Like, Me folk too. story. Big like, fan of folklore. Yeah, folklore is just, like, it's, like, if done right, it's so good. Yeah. And this is, like... And, and I'm familiar with the story. Like, I'm familiar with Yellorona yeah. and, like, the story behind it. And I think it's, like, a really interesting... Cause, like, it's the, a sad story. It's a sad story, but it's it's one of those things that, like, you know, you tell you tell your children. And they even say this in the movie, like, you better behave or Yellorona's gonna yeah, come like, and get you. Yeah, like, it's a story she's that gonna they come and tell get their you. kids to behave. Yeah, like... Like you behave or she's gonna come and drown you yeah um which jesus christ but um but it's it started off with like a lot of like that first unsettling scene where she's drowning her kid that fucked me up i was like whoa okay yeah, all right it starts off pretty heavy it start, and it's it, it starts off with so much promise and then it just gets like progressively like the comedic relief was unnecessary <laughs> cheesier and cheesier and yeah cheesier, it's so yeah. cheesy and like the fucking annabelle tie-in for no good reason like <sighs> it's just like so stupid and like the bad cgi the bad effects it's like this was made in 2019 there's no excuse there's no excuse why it should look this bad. Because if you watch movies that were made in, like, 2000, 2001, the, the special effects are so much better. And, like, you have the budget to make it good. Like, yeah, this had a theatrical release. Like, what the fuck? It did. Um, But to answer your question, star rating, I'm going to give it a two. Because I like Linda Cardellini. The kids were good actors. The story started off well enough. It just spiraled completely out of control. And it has a Ramon. A Ramon. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm leaning towards like a 2.5. Okay. Because the acting was good. It was good. The premise was good. Yeah, just poorly I executed. The execution was just bad. Bad. It was just shot the shit i think i think they tried to stretch out because like i don't even think the writing was that bad no but the execution was just it's it's a you know it's a folk it's it's a folklore story from fucking you know i don't want to say centuries i don't know how old the story is but it's an old story it actually dates back to about the 16th century oh, okay 1550 from okay. what I've, from what I've got from my research about so, it, it's as far back as fifteen fifty. But the but the thing is, it's like it's it's you know it's a story that they tried to stretch out to fill ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, and really, it could have been done in under an hour. There's just so much. <laughs> yeah, it didn't need the comedic relief. Like you're making a horror movie, we don't need the comedic relief. We don't need the cutesy moments. We don't need the fucking Annabelle tie, the unnecessary Annabelle tie-in. Like we don't need that any of that. That blew me away. That was I was like, oh, it's Annabelle. Huh. Okay. And on to the next thing. Why did it matter? It didn't matter. None of that mattered. Um, but yeah, I, I would I would give it a two. And I and I just it was well acted. Mm. Uh I thought, you know, there were some like genuinely like like the like you said, the part with the umbrella. Yeah. Like where she can see her when she yeah. holds the umbrella out. That was pretty cool. Yeah. The bathtub <laughs> scene was a little fucked. Like that the was. The bathtub scene was kind of. Up until up. you actually see her face and it's really bad CGI. Like, <laughs> well, I have a big problem when you see the ghost too much. Yeah. Like I hate that. Yeah. The more and more you see the monster, the less scary. The it less is. scary it becomes. Yeah. Like I'm good with that. Um. 
the jumps, like, as far as the scary bits go, it was all jump scares. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I like a good jump scare from but time to time. But when your movie time, relies on that. But when it's nothing but that, yeah. who cares? Nobody cares. Exactly. Although, there were a lot of good shots of uh, people getting pushed into walls and thrown into doorways <laughs> that, That's always fun. That was fun. <laughs> um, Lots of those. So, do you have any fun tidbits about this movie? Um, well, uh, the budget for it was $9 million in 2019, so that was pretty low. The box office, it made 123.1. Damn. Which, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, however, the, um, studio spent about 35 to $40 million, oh, <laughs> right, more than the movie was made for, on domestic advertisements for the film. So... Deadline Hollywood calculated the net profit of the film to be about uh, $45.6 million. So it still made It still made money. more than it cost to make. Yeah. yeah, when factoring all expenses of revenues. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has got a 28%, <laughs> obviously. Um, I mean, the reviews were mixed, mostly. Yeah. Um, it was produced by... James Wan under the Atomic Monster banner, Ugh. whereas that's where you get your Annabelle bullshit, Ugh. and I don't even like Annabelle. I don't <laughs> um, like, okay, James Wan, don't get me wrong. I respect what you do. You keep doing James Wan shit. However, every movie you're attached to does not need to have some sort of conjuring universe well, that's, implied that's into the thing. it. Well, that's the thing. It is. It's very much like Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel like, makes a hell of a lot more sense than this shit does. Well, not so much lately. Like, their, well, shit, their, fair shit, enough, their shit's fair pretty enough. bad. But <laughs> um, The trailer released, it was revealed that Father Perez from Annabelle was returning. So on the trailer, it actually showed that. Never saw the trailer. Me, so neither. That's a... <laughs> Me neither. Um, and he, you know, so... Uh, despite that, the director has repeatedly stated the film is not an official entry into the Conjuring universe. You made it an entry. Yeah, you put fucking you, Annabelle you in You put there. fucking Annabelle in it, you made it an entry. Also, Annabelle... I can't... <laughs> can we do Annabelle next season? We can do one of them. Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll. It is not porcelain at all. Yeah. That kills me. I mean, I understand you, you're going to do your theatrics for t- movies and whatnot, but Jesus so, Christ... You know, it's like uh, I told you. I told you. I took a tour. Adult, not scary enough. So the the house the house that inspired the Conjuring, um, not the one that they shot the movie in or built to shoot the movie in. The actual house that inspired the Conjuring in Connecticut. Uh, it, it's actually um, no that that's the museum. That's the, I the house was in Connecticut too. The museum. I is, know the museum's in what. Monroe? The museum is in Monroe, Connecticut. Yeah. And that's where they have, like, the actual, like, Raggedy Ann doll. That's that's supposedly, supposedly Annabelle. Like, the actual Annabelle. The possessed one, yeah, or whatever. The the house. The house that inspired The Conjuring. The old-timey colonial house. That is uh, in Douglas, Massachusetts. And it's about about 15 minutes away from where my mother lives. And I took a tour of it last fall. And, um... They have, of course, just Raggedy Ann shit fucking everywhere. It's all over the place. <laughs> but um, that house is unsettling. Being in that house is very unsettling. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a raggedy. It's a big ass 
Raggedy Ann doll. It's not this weird Victorian porcelain, porcelain creepy face thing that they really didn't need to make it into. The only the only scene in an Annabelle movie that ever scared me and it had absolutely nothing to do with the fucking doll. The doll wasn't even in the shot. It was in <laughs> I think it was in Annabelle Creations, the one that takes place in the seventies, the one that kind of ties in with this. Um, yeah, and it's when the the how you've seen it, the one where they. Um, it's like the Manson cult or, or similar to the Manson cult break into the pregnant <laughs> yeah. woman's house. And she's like upstairs in like what is to be her nursery because she's expecting. Right. And she like sees a like a little girl in the hall and her door to the nursery is like a swinging door. And the little girl's in the hall and as the door's like swinging closed, the little girl starts running towards the door and the door swings open and the little girl is now a full grown adult with a fucking knife and just like <laughs> it scared the shit out of me the first time i ever seen it. Had Dude, abs- that's good that's scare tactics. that's that's good it's it's great cinematography and great scare tactics and then the rest of the movie was fucking garbage that's how i feel about all of the whole conjuring universe stuff not a fan of any of them like it always starts out strong yeah. but then ends poorly yeah. or there's maybe not ends poorly but i recently watched the red door Okay. Just because... Fuck it. <laughs> I, I live in the future, and it was streaming on Max or something. Yeah. I can't remember what it was on. Maybe it was Netflix. But it's basically... So this is The Conjuring, right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Nope. 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 This is Insidious. See, I get them all mixed they're up. All but they're all interchangeable. The yeah. And this takes place, like, ten years after the first one, I believe. Yeah. Um. So the kid... That in the first one, is now like a freshman in college. Okay. This movie was not good. <laughs> so again, it started out strong. Yeah. But then, like halfway through, it's just like falls off a cliff somewhere. Which is exactly what happened with this. Uh, yeah. Had exactly. so much potential. Had so much. Exactly. Um. Anything else that's interesting yeah. about this movie or its development or reception or anything like that? Not really. I mean, I couldn't really find a whole ton about it. I mean, it did have a theatrical release, but I wasn't actually even aware of it. Yeah. Um, I never saw it in theaters. <laughs> right? Although, 2019. That was when COVID was starting to happen, I think. Eh, COVID was 2020, so this was just, we had no idea this was a thing. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got more, I got curious into, like, other folktales, you know, because I love me some well, folk horror. I was going to, that was going to be my... The Wicker Man all day. That was going to be my next question is like, what is your favorite like folklore story? And it, and we're from New England, so we got a bunch There's of a them. Ton of them. A fucking ton of them. Well, I mean, I, I, I I'm not going to talk about the one I sent to you the other day because that's a racist as hell. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the problem with these, a lot of them are racist. Yeah. A lot of them are, a lot of them are deeply. <laughs> they don't, they yeah. don't age well because yeah. they're, you know, centuries old. Yeah. Deeply problematic back then. <laughs> I mean, as far as like a favorite one, I don't know if I really have one. I just like the stories, but yeah. I wrote down a few um, common ones. Um, I will say <laughs> this one probably is a particular favorite of mine because um, <laughs> the pagans. But anyways, um, St. <laughs> Nicholas. Krampus? No, oh. Santa. <laughs> the stranger visits a poor family on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. I don't know why there was a pause there. Um, St. <laughs> Nicholas, where, where Santa derives from. Yeah. There's Paul Bunyan and his ox. Um, Blackbeard's ghost. 
No? Okay. Like, these are all super fun. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. That's my favorite. Right? I love Bloody Mary. I love Bloody Mary. The Headless Horseman. Hell yeah. It's a good one, too. Johnny Appleseed, The Jersey Devil, The Army of the Dead, which the the stuff that has to do with, like, Civil War is kind of freaks me out. Yeah. A little scary. The Civil War stuff is just insane. Um, But, yeah, just to name a few, there's tons of them, and they've been, you know, there's stories that have been told for centuries yeah. and they're going to continue to exist yeah so if you're going to do a movie as such do it right do it right <laughs> take the time put the money into it do the research mm-hmm. develop a clear concise beginning middle and end mm-hmm. and don't get lazy halfway through because right. i feel like a lot of these movies uh, get i feel insanely like insanely lazy yeah, yeah folk horror is a very hard genre to tackle from yes. what i've seen yeah not many of them are very good. Well, also because I mean, you have like the Vavitch. Well, the witch. The, the Vavitch. <laughs> the witch. That was really good. The original Wicker Man, although um, slow going, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Not the one with Nicolas Cage. No. Not the bees. Not the bees. <laughs> no. The Christ- Christopher Lee. That's my jam right there. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, aside from like that stuff, uh, I rarely seen somebody able to pull something like this off yeah um so this movie is available on prime uh i think i I watched it on max Max. yeah Yeah. it's available on on a few different platforms but i don't recommend it it's no it's not good um i mean i'll say it wasn't necessarily boring per se but did it keep me enthralled not really. <laughs> um, I mean, I was excited when I saw a new a Noxuna Moon. Yeah, I was so, <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I say, I say this to Andy. He's just like, oh, glad to see her getting work. <laughs> I'm like, actually, she's been working solidly yeah, for a while. Yeah, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's, she's been in a ton of stuff. Um, so stuff you you took on the recipe for this week. I take on the recipe every week. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, I'm just kidding. I've been phoning it in. Um, <laughs> Nice. But you you took on the recipe this week, and um, do you wanna do you wanna get into what you have prepared for us today? Because I'm very excited. You have been raving about these things for months now, and I'm so like good. so excited to finally get to try them. They're so good. <laughs> um, yeah. So so in honor of our Mexican folktale today, I am making enchiladas. Yay! <laughs> so basically, enchiladas are like the perfect taco. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna go. I'd say quickly, but I'm going to go through my recipe. So there's a bunch of different ways to do it. I kind of created my own thing. Quick question, though, before you before you get into it. Yes, are ma'am. you going to put them in front of me on a sizzling skillet like they do at TGI Fridays? They do that with enchiladas? Because they do so. that with fajitas. Oh, is it? Fajitas are the sizzling skillet. Oh, never mind. Forget I said anything. <laughs> no, because enchiladas get baked. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so- I'm thinking, I'm over here like, oh, fajitas, yum. No, enchiladas <laughs> are also delicious. Go on. Continue. Anyways... <laughs> So, you can make this with whatever protein you want. Ground beef, chicken, steak. If you want to make it vegan, use lentils, beans. Um, I'm using chicken. Yay! Um, An onion. (laughs) Single onion. Um, Obviously, salt, pepper. So, what I've seen, normally, how you do these is either... So, you cook... say, Say you're using ground beef, right? Yeah. You brown the beef up drain the fat or whatever, you know, and season it with all your chili powder and all cumin and all that shit. You, a really quick, easy, healthy 
way to do to 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 add in the veggies is just to use a jar of salsa. So you take the salsa, you dump it in, and you'll basically just let it simmer for about ten minutes. Gotcha. And then you take your tortillas and you you know you add the ground beef mixture to the tortillas, roll them up, the sauce, blah 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 blah. There's also another way where you could just use fresh vegetables and cut them up. Okay. I am not doing either of those. <laughs> um, the way I do it, and this is actually something that me and Andy kind of created months ago, um, is we basically make like a sour cream and cilantro kind of dip thing. Oh. So you just take your sour cream, a ton of cilantro, you just mix it together, right? Gotcha. So the way I'm going to do ours today is I'm going to brown up or cook the chicken, add my seasonings in, and once you do that, everything's cooked, everything's covered in your chili powder and all that other shit. Obviously, this is going to be on Instagram, so you get all the seasonings properly. If you're going to do the sour cream method, my method, um, let it cool. Like, you want to let your chicken cool. Okay. Because if you add uh, the sour cream in, it'll curdle. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Right. Nope. So I've done this many times before, actually, so... I know how to do it. <laughs> so, okay. I trust you. <laughs> like, look <laughs> right. at that. I'm like, I, I believe right. you. So, <laughs> I know I'm kind of jumping around as I tend to jump around with my recipes when I'm trying to explain them. But you have tortillas. You have enchilada sauce, which you can either just buy or make. I made mine today because Andy Gilt tripped me into doing it. So, I will not go into the details of that right now, but I will... Make sure that's on the Instagram as well. Okay. Okay. Like all the seasonings that go into that. Okay. Um, so anyways, so you have your, you take like a 9 by 12 like baking pan, like a py- one of those like glass Pyrex pans or gotcha. something similar to that. Okay. You cover the bottom in your enchilada sauce, okay? And then in the tortillas, you take your your meat mixture, you put them in the tortilla and then you roll it up. Not so much like a taco, more like a burrito, but you don't fold the ends in. Okay. So you just roll it up so it's like a tube. You put it on the pan, which already has enchilada sauce on the bottom of the pan. You put it down, steam down. You cover, after you're done, you know, you finish filling all your tortillas and all that jazz. You take the rest of your enchilada sauce and you cover the top. Okay. And then you cover it in My cheese. stomach is growling. I don't know if you can I hear that. I'm so hungry. Um, and then you cover it in <laughs> I don't cheese. Know if the mic's picking and that then up. you bake it in the <laughs> oven at 350 for about 10 minutes, essentially till everything's heated through and the cheese is melted. Gotcha. So that was a really terrible way of describing how to do this. <laughs> I'm excited though, because the recipe is going to be on our Instagram, so people can follow it step by step, and they'll have, you know, the the pictures and everything mm-hmm. that they can reference to see how it's supposed to look. But of course they can always do things their own way. But. Exactly. So like, like I said, initially, if you don't want to use sour cream or if you don't like cilantro, cause that is a thing somehow. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can definitely use like salsa, but if you do use salsa or just actual fresh vegetables that you cut up that you mix in with the meat and stuff, you definitely want to let it simmer for about 10, at least 10 minutes. Gotcha. Because everything has to incorporate. Yeah. You know, whereas like how I'm going to do the chicken today is I'm going to cook it, season it, let it cool, not all the way cool, but cool somewhat. And then I'm going to add a mixture of sour cream and cilantro and just mix all the chicken up in it. And then that mixture is going to go into the tortilla 
and then I'm going to roll them and cover them in sauce and cheese and then bake at 350. I'm so excited. But there'll be much more of a better explanation on Instagram. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that it's super easy. It's super inexpensive. It's a great dish. It's just a certain way of doing things. Yeah. But there's like eight different thousand million ways to prepare them however you want. Right. You know? But we're going to have your method up on but our Instagram. But we're going to have my method up. Which, again, we're at Baking to the Bee Movies on Instagram. If you're not following us yet, you should be. Because all of our recipes are on there <laughs> with photos, mm. including photos of AI-generated Bigfoot-wearing clown makeup. Um, <laughs> are those up there yet? Because I haven't seen them. <laughs> oh, they're going up. Don't you okay, worry. Okay. I'm just making um, sure because that's something I 100% Well, that sounds that sounds amazing. I'm, I You've been talking about these for months now. You're like, I remember when you first made them and you were like, I made the most amazing enchiladas. Like we have, we have to find a movie that I can make the enchiladas for. <laughs> right? And when we were like planning the season, we were like, "Wait, we got to have the enchiladas. What do we do for the enchiladas?" Like a year, <laughs> right? Like a year ago, I was talking to Andy. I'm like, you know, I've always wanted to make enchiladas because they always look so good. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So I tried to make it. It came out incredible. And it's again easy, quick. Not incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. Especially if you're actually using vegetables, which, yes, I have done in the past. Yes. Um, the first time I did it was with ground beef and a jar of my own salsa. And it sounds like you have a lot that you can, like, reheat if you need to. Like, oh, for... it's delicious yeah. when you reheat it, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you, like, <laughs> so it's like, you get, like, a bunch of, like, meals out of it. Like, you can I do. I've gotten, like, yeah, like, I've gotten, like... Two days worth of leftovers, which I just eat because I work from home. Yeah. So I just eat for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, it's absolutely delicious. It's become a staple in my regular routine. Nice. For the, not, maybe, not, maybe not like weekly, maybe like every two weeks. Yeah. Like I'll make them just because, again. You don't want to get sick of them. Well, they're, I don't think I would. But <laughs> um, but again, they're, they're inexpensive. They're, they, they're filling they're not horribly. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Unhealthy. Right now. I know. I'm so you excited. Know? So, yeah, um, we're going to go with that. <laughs> so, Steph, we're recording this right before Thanksgiving. So, mm-hmm. before, we, before we finish up today, um, what are your plans for Thanksgiving? What do you got going on? Oh. I am probably going to go to a buffet. <laughs> it works for me. Right. Um, a lot of people that I know are just like going to like different uh, restaurants that are doing like that. People are just sick of people are sick of cooking. They're sick of the cleanup. The cleanup. And, and I don't like, I, I love to cook, but the cleanup. Yeah. People crowding around the kitchen while you're trying to get shit done. Like, I get that. Right. Um, yeah. I'm well, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm I'm going to my mother's. She's she's doing things the old fashioned way. Um, she does the whole. Yeah. But you guys don't do like. Turkey. No, we do we do rotisserie chickens like that's <laughs> because they're so much better. So much turkey. better. And then and then Friday Friday I'm going to I'm going to Troy's family's for like a belated Thanksgiving dinner. And I don't know if they're gonna do turkey, but I'm bringing a rotisserie chicken in my bag just in case. Could um, you please take a picture of that? I for will me? absolutely send. I'll put up a picture on our Instagram of the rotisserie chicken in my tote bag, oh, like yes. just in case. Because if they're like, oh, Ashley, like, what part of the turkey would you like? 
I'll be like, oh, I'll go with the breast, and then I'll just swap it out with the chicken breast <laughs> in my bag. You'll swap it. I'll swap it. So you put the turkey back in your bag. I'll probably put the turkey back on the platter when no one's paying attention, mm. and just be like, oh, how'd that breast get there? I ate mine cool. clearly because cool. look at this, like, yeah. Cool. I can dig it. I'm I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> um I'm going. So I'm going to my mom's the Friday after. Gotcha. And. Uh, we are not having turkey that day either. Oh, you're doing God. the Italian thing we're you were going, saying. Yeah. yeah. She said she's going Italian. I'm like, okay. Well, if she has tortellini, can you can you also <laughs> yeah, I'm bringing a rotisserie chicken in my bag, right? I'm not I'm not bringing home tortellini. <laughs> I was going to say if your mom has tortellini or like bread, like can you like I love my carbs, can you just like put them in your purse and I'll just grab them the next time I come over? I'm just going to leave bread in my in my purse you put it in for the like fridge. a month. You just put it in the freezer. I'll uh, That is true. I, fr- I freeze my bread. My bread goes right in the I, freezer. I do freeze my bread occasionally. Um, so this is uh, this is the episode before our finale. We have our season finale coming up. I'm like I'm sad but excited because the movie that we decided on is so much better than the one we had for our last season finale. Fucking erase our heads so bad. Um, <laughs> Why are you still talking about that? I, it still bothers me. Uh, the Library I'm, of Congress, Ashley. <laughs> so mad. Yeah, there's a bunch of movies in that in that fucking collection that don't belong there. But <laughs> I am I am so so excited for the next movie. Um, I'm excited to share. I I did the I did the recipe for the finale, and I think you're gonna love it. But we're I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. We'll see. And um, we might also have a special. A special announcement for a little, like, one-off holiday special that we're still kind of ironing out the details on that we'll get into in our finale. Ashley. Um, Ashley's ironing out the details. I'm ironing out the... I'm making... I'm calling Ashley the does shots. What she wants. I'm calling the shots. I will record that episode by myself if needed. I will I will just show up and record it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Steph, is there is there anything else before we sign off today? I do not believe so. Okay. Um, well, thank I would you. not recommend this movie. No, not at all. No, you know, no uh, hard feelings against Linda Cardellini. Everybody needed to get that paycheck. Yes, times are tough. However, um, this inflation movie was not very good. I'm sorry, Linda. <laughs> you you did your best. You, you did, did your, you, you did, did your, your best, best with the material that was provided to you. Um, and for that, I commend you. But mm. um, everybody need to get paid. I'm I'm everybody needs to get fed, and I'm ready to go <laughs> eat. So. Steph, <laughs> as always, it has been a pleasure. I hope that you and everyone listening has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Even though this is coming out Same. after Thanksgiving, I hope that everybody enjoys your holiday, has enjoyed your holiday. Same. Um, and we will catch you guys in another couple weeks. Again, you can follow us on Instagram at Baking to the B Movies, Twitter, Baking to B Movies. You can email us at Baking to the B Movies at gmail.com. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, so be sure to like and subscribe and rate us five stars. We have so many five-star ratings on Spotify. It's so exciting. The last exciting. I saw was eight, and that's not that many. You know what? You know what? <laughs> what? It's, it's, it's seven more than I thought we were going to get. So. Fair enough. Um, and also, our Spotify wrapped is going to be coming up soon where they tell you, like, who listened, where they listened from. Like, oh. yeah. So that's always fun. That's La- last fun. year when we were just getting our bearings, it was still pretty good. We had quite a few plays on certain episodes. So I'm excited to see how it cool. went this year. And we'll share those results on our on our Instagram. <laughs> we will. We will. I'll Fantastic. do it. I'll do it. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, all right. I'll all put right, it out there. Right. Cool. Um, well, guys, this has been Baking to the Bee Movies. My name is Ashley. And my name is Steph. We'll catch you guys soon.